You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. We're gonna wrap up the decade a little, little late, maybe a little overdue. <laughs> but uh, it's 600 episodes, so yeah. we have to do a top 10 episode of some kind. We, this is as is tradition around right. here. Right. We're going to do that's our like top. An, a tradition that's like any other. Yeah. We're gonna I should do, trademark that. You should. We were going to do, I, I was pushing to do a top 10 silent films of 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, there was only one. That well, was I mean, clearly. No, there's one that's the best, yeah. but there's nine others right. that were awesome that just yeah. weren't seen because of our yeah, the artist addiction to palm. sound. Yeah. yeah. Or talkie addiction. Our addiction to sound. <laughs> I really feel like talkies are just a trend, though. Like I feel like yeah. eventually <laughs> that would be such a come back. We're, we're no more talkies. Such yeah. a good I'm only going to call them talkies, right? And I'm, that, it was pretty. If I become a like, famous director, I'm going to be like Scorsese, where he's like, yeah, the picture. Picture. Well, time I make a picture, uh-huh. I'm going to yeah. start qualifying when people go when people do the annoying movie. Not they're annoying. They're just, we just don't want to talk about movies. And they're always like, "What's the best? What should I go see?" And I always just be like, "Talkie or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to clarify here. <laughs> I don't want to give you the wrong recommendation. Yeah, if it's talkie, I would definitely say Ford vs Ferrari. But if <laughs> right. it's not, yeah. I mean, have you seen the artist? <laughs> <laughs> it's one recommend. <laughs> just Constantly. great dictator, the yeah. artist. <laughs> it's. Uh, I always confuse which one. Great Dictator and Jojo Rabbit. Which one? I was. Which one's the talkie? <laughs> uh, Jojo Rabbit oh, is the talkie. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. See, that's my thing. Yeah. I always screw it up. It's a remake, really. Um. <laughs> I feel like off the top, we should just acknowledge 600 episodes a little bit. 600 more episodes, man. Wow. We, uh, I remember seven episode years? 100. Yeah. Or, yes. Almost seven years to the day. 2013 was when and we started. Exactly seven years and two days since we. <laughs> oh wow! Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Wow. Gosh. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I know <laughs> wow. that's your trigger. That is. I just started yeah. foaming. Seven years, out. man. We sat, we sat at a table in Kent's it's very like this. office. A little different. Three setup. apartments ago or something. I don't yeah. know. Oh, how many? That was one, two, Six yeah. apartments? Five, I five maybe. Okay. You burned that one down for insurance yeah. money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Worked out well. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just once I'm done, I just torch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you need tips on arson, hit me up. Yeah. Well, if they screw you with that cleaning deposit, <laughs> right. that doesn't You're not getting it. that back anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Might as well get some insurance money. <laughs> Noted arsonist, Kent Garrison. Right. Yeah. That's all. Change the Wikipedia page. Yeah. yeah. Kent uh, Garrison is a podcast host, <laughs> producer, video <laughs> director. And noted arsonist. And, and noted arsonist. Is that... Uh, well, well, doctors include arson? Dr. Drew? Yeah, yeah. Like but yeah, seven years, man. Seven years yeah. ago, we sat we sat at a table. We talked about Django Unchained. Uh-huh. Uh, it was not a good episode, I think. I would never assume. heard it. I would never, assume. Never, never going to go assume. listen to it. Ever. Yeah, no. Uh, we should scrub it from the internet, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah, and then as you like to say, Richard, on our way out, Kent said, oh, take your microphones with you, mm-hmm. and uh, we can record over Skype. And we said, oh, Oh, then I'll actually do that. Yeah, then I, I'll commit to this. That's yeah. great. Because uh, I was about to have a child yeah. like three months after we started the show, and Richard had several children by then. Um, yeah. All well, illegitimate, but still pay, having to pay child support. And oh, no, no, no. There's a lot of... Uh, well, if you do it in Bitcoin, you can bulk pay. Right, right, right. It's a right. whole uh, hit me up for tips yeah. on that and arson. Right. Yeah. But no. anyway, yeah, that's where that, that that's that's where it started seven we years ago, yeah. and we're 600 episodes in. And Gosh. This 100th... 
the hundred episode marker mm. comes up a little earlier every year, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Because I think our five hundredth episode was in like April, maybe yeah. last year, and so because we're doing many episodes every every week, and so I we might, we'll probably do our seventh hundred episode sometime later this year. I would guess. Wow. Yeah. The way this this thing kind of works out. Or we're, we're cranking them out these days. Yeah. Well, the show's certainly evolved. We might not have matured at all, not but at all. No, the I've show itself inverse gotten better at editing, but certain uh, certainly has gotten you, dude, better. <laughs> yeah, at censoring ourselves, but. You know, now we have the the Discord, the Patreon, uh-huh. a whole community of of people Man that we fam. love, love, yeah, love interacting with on a very regular basis. Never would have imagined that would be the case. Yeah. If anyone would care enough to want to converse with us, and at the same time, it's it's been a really fun experiment to to evolve the technology of the show. We don't record on Skype anymore. Don't want to give away everything, but yeah, let's just say. It's only getting easier for us to be able to do this mm-hmm. and do it at a high level, and we're we're in it for at least six hundred more and, and beyond. So we'll see well, where we go. That's where my contract goes. <laughs> yeah, Richard has to renegotiate his with his parole officer first, and that, and then I have permission. I have a I I don't like conflict, mm-hmm. so I have an agent. Yeah. That, does all that for me, yes. and then my what agent. Ha- my agent actually has an agent. We don't actually yeah. talk to Richard during the week. We talk through his manager, mm-hmm. my people. Yeah, and they're good. I mean, they do. They represent me. Yeah, they know my interests. He's in a lot of debt, paying for all these managers of managers and such. But uh, but probably worth it. Probably worth it. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, you know, and Bob's a great guy. A we great love talking to Bob. <laughs> Bob. So yep, it's fine. Bob, fine. I just don't understand why I make less money now. But that's. Right, we'll talk. I'll talk. Uh, I don't want to. You know, I don't get you into. Took it. Jim Nance's about. recommendation. This is where you're at, man. I don't know what to tell you. Absolutely. Well, it's been great, and thank you to every it's person okay. who's listened to us for even a second. And we appreciate all that you've done for making 600 episodes possible. All right, so I guess it's time to move into our favorite movies of the decade. Ooh, yeah. Because we called it favorite movies of the decade. Not best for a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different thing. If I was listening to the best movies, it, it would be a, probably a vastly different list. Now, maybe not too different, but different order. Yeah. Different, there's movies that are not my favorite at yeah, all. Sure. That I can admit, wow, that was one of the best movies ever. Best movie of the decade. Yeah. Quick, go. What do you what Best do you movie of the best decade? Best movie of the decade. Maybe, probably oh. 12 Years a Slave for me. Okay. I think that's the best mm. movie. Um, Man, best movie of the decade. That's great. Dunkirk. Me, yeah, Dunkirk. For me, it's Social Network. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the best movie of the decade. Not going to be in my... Oh, it will be like, on mine. <laughs> yeah, I know for you. You watch that movie all the time. So oh, on your me, favorite list? No, not for oh. me. Um, I, I love Social Network, but it's there's it's not yeah. a movie that... Not the type of movie that I, I re-watch over and over and over again, and that's that's a that's a, a, a prerequisite yeah, for my totally. favorite. Yeah, I watch it like once a week. But yeah, so... <laughs> I'm a crazy person. Sure. But do you yeah. watch 12 Years a Slave every week? No. I've watched it I once since it came out, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But exactly. I fully think it should have won Best Picture and all the accolades. Like, sure. The best movie, but not when I ever want to yeah. necessarily sit down and revisit. Sure. So. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's different, and I just wanted to reiterate the difference between yeah. favorite and best. We're saying these are our favorite movies, the ones that we enjoy the most, the ones that we revisit a lot, and that. So Totally. Uh, man, I had sixty movies that I put on here when I was nice. going through mine. I was like, okay, that could that could be one, you know. And there's movies that are in the in the fifties that I could probably put in my top ten and make mm-hmm. a case for, you know. But I 
whittled it down to my top 10, and I can give you some quick recap, I guess, very, very, very fast, and I'm just trying to think if any of these outside would be in y'all's top 10. I don't think so. Maybe a few. Um, Good Time, A Ghost Story, The First It Movie, Logan, Everybody Wants Some, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, (laughs) uh, Inside Out, The Lego Movie, Room 237, Inside Lewin Davis, that's number 50, then Bernie, Cabin in the Woods, Cedar Rapids, The Muppet Movie with Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah. Super 8, Uncut Gems, You're Next, Moonrise Kingdom, Midsummer, Scott Pilgrim, A Quiet Place, uh, Parasite, Lady Bird, uh, X-Men First Class, Avengers, mm. the Avengers Assemble from 2012, Get Out, MacGruber, MacGruber. Hell or High Water, yeah. The Lobster, and here we are at number 30, Creed, The Revenant, Star Wars The Force Awakens, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Of the Rise, Of the mm-hmm. Rise, For Of the, the war. war, Of the Dawn of the Rise, <laughs> Godzilla, Birdman, American Hustle, Gravity, This is the End, Skyfall, Looper, Fast Five, Drive, Guardians of the Galaxy, and here's starting at 15. And I'll, these are my just out of the top tens Pacific Rim, The Raid, Moneyball, Prometheus, and Inception. Prometheus, that's an interesting one. That's one that, that, that I felt like fell under the category of favorite slash guilty pleasure mm. because I fully realize there are a ton of plot holes, but I, I love that movie for some reason. Okay. And I, I just. Yeah. I don't know. It's something about it that I'm drawn to as one of my favorite alien movies. Maybe my favorites besides Alien. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just a weird. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. Sure. So I don't know. Why I guess that's a definition of you, favorite. Is yeah. Sure. Maybe sure. not everybody would would agree with that, but totally. personal favorites. Love it. It's totally on there for me. It's yeah. Inception at number eleven. Okay. It's super strong. Yep. Very slightly out of the top ten for me. But so ambitious, love it. So that's my those are my honorable mentions. What nice. about you, Brian? Um, I wrote a list for I wrote, I wrote a uh, a blog that'll be that'll be up on our site uh, this week or, or right before we we drop this episode of I rank my eleven through twenty five, uh, and then save the top ten for for the episode. But a couple that you didn't. Uh, I'll go the way way back. Yeah, was, that one's uh, almost on there too. And the Martian, crazy stupid love. Mm-hmm. Um, all good. My top 15, or the next five, Guardians of the Galaxy, Skyfall, uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Logan, and the, the last movie that I kept out of my top 10 was Baby Driver. Mm. Insanely rewatchable to me, and the spacey of it all hasn't made that. Uh, Why? What happened? Well, he's the villain yeah. in the movie, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> he's not in it too much, you know, to where it just feels like this is the entire movie is, is Kevin Spacey, but... Uh, I, I I love that movie and it's it's so fun and well put together and and unique in its concept and uh, the, you know the soundtrack's great. John I love I love sleazy John Hamm when he's he's yeah. in that role. Oh, so much so much fun. So love Baby Driver. That that was my last one left out. If you want to hear see a few more of those, I put I made a list of top fifty and I wrote about the top about eleven through twenty five and put it up. I'll put it up on the website if you want to 
check that out and see my reasoning on, on some of those. But yeah, so my, uh, my near misses, uh, for kind of just kind of honorable mentions, like 15 down or maybe it's 16, 17 down or boyhood. Yeah. Ah, oh, should have put that one. Uh, gone girl. That was an oversight by me. Uh, Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Creed. Whiplash. Oh yeah. And Moneyball. Okay. Those are, those are my Moneyball coming slightly out of the top 10 for I know. both of us. Yeah. Man. Interesting. Yeah. So those are my kind of just outside the top and then we'll, nice. we'll go from there. Okay, we're done with honorable mentions. Oh, I should say, uh, weird thing about me, I don't have anything from 2019. Mm. I haven't digested them in the decade. That's why Parasite yet. was so low on my list because I don't feel like I can. <laughs> yeah, I've given it enough time fairly, but I know it's going to be. Yeah, it will be. I, yeah. I'm with you. I, I just for some reason it was too close to that. I'm sorry if that lets anyone not no, anyone cares, but I couldn't goes. contextualize those yet. So I just did. I think that's totally fair. I put Knives Out, Ford versus Ferrari, and Little Women. In my top twenty-five, yeah. but none of them are in my top right. ten, and I and they might be, yeah, eventually. Exactly. But for now, this is kind of work yeah, out. Where it is. So I know where those are in relation to twenty nineteen. Yeah. I don't know where they are, yet yeah, in my brain. So that's a, a caveat. Okay, I guess it's time to move into our top ten of the decades. I'll start it off with my number ten. This is a filmmaker I'm a big fan of. Everything he does, I'm I'm there first weekend. And this is the strongest of the decade for him. He's had a very strong decade. It's become more prominent as the decade has gone on. I feel like more people are into what he brings now. And this is a very, very solid movie. And when I walked out of this one, I was like, oh, man, that's one of the, that's one of the best movies I've seen, maybe ever. Uh, my number 10 is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's super creative, yeah, very unique, movie. great performances, well-written, just an absolute joy, pretty much all the way through and Wes Anderson movies can be kind of depressing in a way. And this <laughs> one's so not fun. really, yeah. it's really a, f- a really fun t- couple hours. And I, I was just blown away by Sersha. I really didn't know her very mm-hmm. much at that time. And yeah, this one has all the, the gold bloom and Bill Murray's and, and Edward Norton's awesome. and all the yeah. people you would expect. And it does, yeah, and Ray Fiennes is is Oscar worthy in that, and I love the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yep. You know, I'm not a huge to your level. I prefer early Wes Anderson to late. I'm weird so do that. I. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people like late yeah. a lot more. With um, what's the Boy Scout? Terrible title. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Moonrise King. King. See, yeah. that was my number forty-two. Yeah, yeah, see, that's one of my. That might be my least favorite Wes Anderson movie. It's still better than most mm-hmm. directors' movies, but mm. I'm not a huge fan. So that kind of era, but this is like. The more I've seen it, maybe my favorite. I mean, it's up there with like Bombs to me. I think this is such an awesome movie. It's so fun. And I think he works best in fun because he's, he, uh, when he tries to get too heavy, his, his movies just seem ridiculous to me because they're yeah. so stylized yeah. that there has to be sort of some whimsy to it. Otherwise, it's just like, well, we, okay, I get this as a heavy scene, but why is he wearing a tweed jacket from 1920? <laughs> it takes you out of the fun, right? right. Um, but, but other than that, it's, it's, no, it's a great. Great movie, good good choice, Kento. There you go. Number, it was it was in my twenties. Yeah, I had a twenty one something like right that. Right on. All right, Brian. My number ten is a. I felt like uh, I probably this whole decade was dominated by superhero movies, and yeah. I love superhero movies. I really I enjoy watching those and and rewatching them. Because you're dumb, you don't. I'm a dumb cinema. idiot. I don't I don't know anything <laughs> about art. Um, and so 
Uh, my list, I'll say, my it's list redundant. is... redundant. You would know that if you're smart. <laughs> yeah. My list is incredibly blockbuster heavy, because that's, that's just right. that's the type of movie that's that cool. I, I rewatch. It was a good decade like for blockbusters. Yeah. So this was the one that, that su- maybe surprised me the most, because I think we were all kind of out on this character... Uh, and then it just it really showed like what a what a unique filmmaker and a, and a, a different voice can bring to that. So my number ten is Thor Ragonk. Oh, uh, killer movie! That I just I I had so much I had so little. The really the only thing I had going in anticipation wise on that movie was I like Taika. I like what he did with uh, yeah. what we do in Shadows, and so maybe he can bring something fun to this. And instead, I was just like that. That was awesome. Like Thor went from by far my least favorite of the the Avengers to to the like, he really unlocked the Hemsworth yeah. stuff and made it just so much fun. And it's in you know Kate Blanchett's great in that as yeah. as a villain, and uh, it's just a ton of fun. I love the galactic nature of yep. it. It really plays into the best parts of the Thor story. Insanely rewatchable to me. Um, and and maybe might be my favorite superhero movie ever. I, I Dark Knight wow. is is incredible and all those, but I I put Thor Thor Ragon even for Ragonk. like I thirty or forty five. Yeah, I know I put it on for even if I've only got thirty or forty five minutes while I'm working or writing or something like that. It's it's just such a fun background movie that I I rewatch all or parts of it uh, a lot. So that's number ten for me. Cool, that's a good one. Number ten for me is uh, was my favorite movie of twenty seventeen or whatever it was is Lady Bird. Nice. Kind of announced, mm-hmm. really cool original movie. Great performances by Sersha and uh, Laurie Metcalf. Wonderful script, really fun. I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, holds up. Cool world. Cool, you know that kind of Catholic school that that time. Also, I'm that age mm-hmm. where it takes place where I was that age ish and and uh, so I, I I loved it and I was like oh man Greta is Greta. I was way more blown away by by Lady Bird directorial than than Little Women. Little Women is super solid, but I thought the technique was yeah. shown in Lady Bird. Like she's just it great. just came out full force. Like the montages, the yeah. the choices with Sersha, casting Beanie Feldstein, all this stuff that made that movie work. I felt like she just her vision was just like totally. wow. You know, mm-hmm. I love I love Lady Bird so much. My number one of that year too, Richard. Yeah, that's a that's a, it's a great movie. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. it, it announced now that we have the context of Little Women. Yeah, mm-hmm. a real. I mean, this yeah, is she's like for one, real. One of the most exciting filmmakers going right now. So that's yeah, that's number ten for me. All like right, the Dickyard. Nice. I pronounce it Dickyard. Mm, like you should. Yeah, well, I am from Swahili. Uh, <laughs> just not it's a yeah, it's a made up place. Okay, Social Network is my number nine. Nice. It's. Perfect. It's, it's a, a great, probably one of the best movies. I would rank it in the top five of the best movies of the decade for sure. And but I've got some some ahead of it that are just more fun for me and more personal. But the Social Network is everything I wanted it to be. I remember seeing it by myself in the UK on tour and hearing about it yeah. and not thinking it would be good. I wasn't super into David Fincher back then, you know, like. Aaron Sorkin wasn't really on my radar much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm interested in a movie about Facebook with, with uh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. That sounds cool. And I was just remember being completely blown away at how good it was and serious, but how dramatic, how... And Sorkin and Fincher are so complimentary yeah, to each other. it's a great comment. Right. It, it just hit all the right notes. And 
was so much, you know, we, it was such an eye roll when this was announced, you know? I know, we all thought, I remember you, oh, I thought it was, movie, oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was going to be, I mean, this might have been me dumb, me just being dumb, but, but when it was first announced, it was like Facebook the movie, in, in that it it wasn't like the history of the business of Facebook, it was like, I didn't, no one really knew what it meant. It was just like, well, Facebook's a thing on my computer and we're going to turn it into a movie like you turn a cartoon into a movie. I thought it would yeah. be like, kind of like um, a fun version of that bad Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Pixels. No, uh, there's a lot of to choose from. <laughs> you got an arrow with, um, My brain's shot from doing all this. What's the one? It's all the little se- sex and children or... Men, uh, women, and children. Men, Men women, women, and, and children. children, yeah. I thought we thought I thought it was going to be something like that about people using Facebook. Sex and, and children's a very different. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I'm surprised you've seen. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I think I thought it was going to be that, and then once you kind of once you saw that trailer, oh, this is about the guy that did it, and you didn't. That story wasn't really out. That book had the accidental billionaires hadn't come out, and that trailer with that go, Radiohead oh, cover. It, like change trailers forever oh, too. Yeah. You for the be- for be- it, for better and worse. Yeah. For worse, yeah. That and Inception just broke trailers forever. <laughs> yeah, they did. You're absolutely right about that. But social network, I watch it every single year. I feel like I watch and, it. I'm serious. I watch that movie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be polite and say every three months, but it's probably more often than that. It's yeah. definitely my most seen movie of the decade for sure. Yeah, that well, probably up there for me too. Yeah, Melancholia. It's so good. Love and it. the Lighthouse. So yeah, social network number nine. It's good. I think that's the best movie of the decade. That that would get yeah, It's perfect. You're right. Yeah. Of of certainly of the best writer, the best director, mm. of what they you know. I mean, yeah, elite bringing the, the top of their game. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Trent Reznor. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Totally. My number nine is Inside Out. Uh, oh yeah, cool. I've got I've got three animated movies in my Nerd. list. Uh, I have yeah. zero, so we'll bounce, we'll that's average right. out. We'll average it out. Um, Inside, I've got another Pixar movie that'll be higher on the list. This might be the best Pixar, just from a quality standpoint. It's so perfect. It's my favorite, and it um, sort of up. I, I, the concept is is immaculate and and very difficult and kind of highbrow yeah. and to make that accessible to. Um, not just adults, but but obviously to kids too. That kids love it and and in, can appreciate it and stuff. Tito and then just has so much emotional impact. Uh, you know, I'm I, I I. It's not that I like to cry in a movie, but I am willing to cry yeah. in a movie if a movie will make me go to that. But I've got several on the top ten that that did that to me. But but this one, especially with the, having a kid, the, the neighbors did that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, neighbors too. Uh, neighbors, neighbors too. And bad dirty um, grandpa. Oh when, my god! When Zach, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, he's don't, not a Johnny Knoxville. Do, do not, do not slander. The ringer offended him. Hey, hey the ringer is offensive, hey. Tito. It's okay. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville has apologized yeah. for disparaging that community. Right. Okay. Right. Chill, friend. He's good now. Chill, friend. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, him. watching that movie with a kid, and it it it, it just does such an incredible <laughs> job of putting all of that emotion into context and how it all works and the conclusion on Do that. Do kids that still film. like it? Yeah, or Cooper it? likes. I mean, it's not it's not the same as Incredibles okay. or Toy Story or something like that, but it's uh he he will watch it because it's it's pretty and fun and all that sort of stuff, but it's for me it's like there's much, you know, there's so much more to it. So anyway, that's number 9 for me. I know uh we have we've had this blog series going on and uh with our contributors and uh Amy 
who was on our Little Women episode, mm-hmm. she wrote an, an entry for it, and and this movie Inside Out was in her list. And I texted her or messaged her afterwards, and I was like, "What you wrote about Inside Out was so perfect. Like, I wish I could just say that verbatim because it's just such a such a well well stated uh, thing." So go check that that blog out if you yeah, haven't. Um, good rec. Did a great job. His next movie is called Soul. Yeah, Pete Doctor June, yeah. right? And yeah, later this year, it's just as ambitious. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Tina Fey and him. It's, Tina Fey what is it? It's, it's a, a, an interpretation of how people. F- uh, it's like, compassion. It's yeah. literally something that vague. It's yeah. like, how will you make a movie, an animated movie of that? It's like a ja- about a jazz musician too, right? Yeah. Jamie Foxx plays like loses his soul. Or right. Oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Dead Yeah, Tina Fey's in it, and then like co-wrote it after she joined. With him. interesting. So, and then yep. she's gonna make that into a musical, and then back mm-hmm. that to an right. animated movie. Just keep- um, a musician who's lost his passion for music yeah. is transported out of his body and must find his way back with the help of an infant soul learning about herself. Jamie Foxx and Pixar yeah. is like a very good yeah. combo. That is great. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, There's some concept art of that. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Too. There's a trailer too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely is on my radar for uh, 2020 as a, as a, uh, a high, high yeah. anticipation. I'm excited to June think it's 19th. great and hate myself. June 19th. Yep. Soul. All right. My number nine is, one uh, one of the again a very rewatched film of mine, and um, of, of of this decade I've seen it a ton of times. It's kind of I'm not a big ba- I'm trying to become more of a background movie guy, like Brian because I think it's a good uh, it'd be good for me to surround myself with those things. So I but this has always been since I saw it the first time and had the Blu-ray or whatever I would watch this whole time, and it's Skyfall. Nice Sky so beautiful yeah. You can watch it on mute. You can watch it on full. It's just a fun. It's just a thrilling, perfect, great movie that uh, gets better with years. And then Spectra did not make this bad. Yeah, it, Spectra sucks, but like it yeah. still keeps. This is still a perfect movie, and I'm excited for what's next. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully it's more on this level. But this is to me about as good as popcorn entertainment gets. So smart, so cool. I've seen all the Bond movies. I think that Skyfall is the best by. A million yeah, years, same. and I, I don't mean that as a knock against the rest. It's just, it's so perfectly done, and having Deacon shoot it is just is almost a cheat code for the, for that film. It's, it's he didn't do the new one, did he? I don't know because uh, it's not Mendez. I don't. I don't think it's Deacon's new one. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. The Bond Twenty Five, I think, has a chance with Phoebe Waller Bridge writing it. I yeah, think that's got a good yeah. shot at being one of the better we shall see. Bond movies, but it's got Rami, so right. you never know. You never know. You never know what's going to happen with know. that. He actually sings in this one. That's the weird part. Oh. <laughs> Him and Billie Eilish do a duet <laughs> in the beginning. It's going to be great. Love me some Billy though. Okay, number eight, right? Yep. Number mm. eight for me is a blockbuster movie. Still my favorite superhero movie, maybe ever. I know the dark, the Dark Knight had parts of it are, but not as a whole. Uh, I'm not super into the Batman stuff, but I love the Joker stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, this one for me was just like it totally changed the genre for me. It made it way more approachable and serious. It's Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Nice. I just thought the Russos coming into the picture was exactly what Marvel needed at the time. It took it away from Joss Whedon's comic bookiness and mm-hmm. the whole aesthetic that they had set up and took it in a more serious direction yeah and let them do action that wasn't necessarily grounded in unreality mm-hmm. necessarily all the time 
and it's a great, good satire, great twist, good aesthetics, incredible action, and it's almost like a born spy movie yes. rather than it is yeah. a Marvel movie. I yeah. just I love Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It's my favorite favorite one that I rewatch, and it's just the one that has the least investment involved. You know, all these Avengers ones, I feel like I'm, I have to be so into the world. You know, mm-hmm. this one's just a, such a fun kind of like Thor Ragnarok, just a fun throw on have it on in the background kind of movie and super enjoyable for all audiences. I don't think you need to know much about yeah. Marvel other than maybe the twists. Like, Oh, what was that about? You know, the Hydra stuff. But yeah. That, that is, it, it really turned my eye more seriously towards Marvel. It's like, oh, okay, you're, they're really doing it and they're doing it well now. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's one of my favorite movies of the decade for sure. That elevator fight scene is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I rewatched these pretty. To go back to that and Endgame was cool too, yeah. and yeah, where they revisited that. But go Love ahead. That. Number eight for me, I think would probably be my my pick for the second best movie of the year. Um, it's really the only decade, Brian. of the gosh. decade. Excuse me, gosh, I we got to start this over entire show. Let's start uh, over. Yeah, Take four. Uh, <laughs> what a weird way that we'd have to do this whole thing. We just have no clue about it's, editing at and all. It's word for word the same. We memorize it like nineteen <laughs> seventy. Flubbed it, guys. Sorry, sorry. Fifty-five minutes in. Uh, anyway, the, 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 anyway, it's probably my second second uh, best movie of the year. One that just decade, Brian. God, God Almighty, blew my mind seeing it first time around. Have rewatched it several times since. I just think it's such a. It looks incredible, uh, and I love Chris Nolan. So it's my, number eight for me is Inception. Yeah, mm. um, great cast. Twenty ten, dude. Twenty ten awesome. rocked. Uh, great cast. Just looked incredible. You're right. That trailer broke trailers, but um, for that one, it was so awesome. Um, yeah, no, it was. and really cool. And just uh, that's a theater experience oh, type man, movie that, that you remember, remember and exactly where it was. All that sort of stuff. Great act, and then you know, just DiCaprio uh, and surrounding him with with great talent all around him. Yeah. Just love it. Love love and Tom Hardy actually being yeah audible. Like, you're like, oh, that's the yeah, next big movie star. Totally, and then. totally. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's great in that. Uh, Ellen oh. Page is great. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Such a strong film and uh, a great. I don't know if we Tom talk Berenger. about Nolan, yeah, in the same way that we talk about like Wes Anderson or Tarantino or whatever of like. But they all do. Yeah, all but do. like, he does make he he makes movies that are that are so out different. You know, they they all the scale have, the scaler is, is huge. And he 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 does. It's not quite to the Soderbergh level of like I just do whatever interests me, but it's like he really puts his three years into crafting a film that's different from every other film that he's done for the most part. And that there's, there's themes that are the same, but this one, I don't know. We talk about like Wes Anderson of like, okay, that's the movie you show to somebody who's never seen a Wes Anderson movie, and probably Dark Knight is that movie for for Chris Nolan. But that's almost cheating because it's yeah. That's Batman, you know? Uh, it's a little bit different. This, to me, is a movie that you say, oh, you've never seen a Christopher Nolan movie? Let's watch Inception, and then that can take you to I'm you so know, pumped whatever for else you want to do. Same here, man. That looks Seems like a similar, so good. similar concept in Inception. And so, yeah. And yeah. a little bit of surrealism involved. Yeah. Sure. We'll so. see what, how, where they go from there. He likes to keep things vague until you right. set in the theater, which I like. But, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, man, that's a great movie, and it's not as complicated as people think mm. you know they, they think it's a ton of levels we broke it down we did an episode on it but there's only like i know four I would... levels of the dream that you kind of have to if you kind of look think of it charted out it's not that right convoluted. some of the smartest people i know yeah. cannot and i'm like i'm always like i always think they're messing with you i'm like yeah. i thought it was the most 
And I'm not that smart. Like, if yeah. I got it, you should get it. You're way smarter than right. me. Exactly. They so, explain it really well. The exposition's great. Um, it's like Jurassic Park. You know, yeah. they do all the math for you. You go, okay, I'm in. This all adds up in this sure. world. Cool. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. All right. I wanted to do one comic book movie because this was such a decade of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in the especially with the MCU, and I like Brian, I did Thor, Ragonk, Ragnarok. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I saw this like this is one of the few things I saw multiple. It was during the, when Movie Pass worked. Oh yeah, and so I saw it a few times <laughs> in theaters. There was just I remember that I was living down right, you know, like in South Highland Park area, and there was that really cool little theater in Highland Park Village that had it, and they had it in this like theater that was like a six person theater. Yeah. That was for like you know pro- hosting private parties and stuff, and I would just go. I went up there like three or four times and would just watch Thor, and I would be the only one in there, so I could just like text and like I would just sit in this big recliner and like I could walk up there, and uh, it was a very fond movie going yeah, experience. I would totally. just watch Thor when That's I was great. bored and go, and then yeah. like one time I laughed halfway through. Yeah, and movie pass. Remember that? That was man. Cool. What a day. What a time. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that that's and it's just a, I love the tone of that. You know. I'm not a huge superhero person, so right. I like the movies, but I'm not. You know, I don't know any of them. So that one was like, oh, this is such a fun. I like this. What, regardless of superhero, it's like, and I'm you and I know I like the first Thor quite a bit, the Brano one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I I love Hemsworth in this. Yep. He's so good. It's such a fun persona. So Definitely. anyway, Kent, your number, I guess seven. Yeah, my number seven is a another guilty pleasure science fiction. Blew me away the first time I saw it. Way better than it had any right to be. Nobody saw it. I don't think. (laughs) No, that we've gone over that. This one was one that I was not anticipating at all, but I ended up having to see for a project, I think at school because I was tracking the box office and we were doing like projections and things like that. My number seven is dread with Carl Urban. I remember you loved that movie. I, I love this movie. It's so simple. It's so well done. It has way better than it has any right to be. And it's just an enjoyable science fiction action movie. And, it, you know, the raid is up there. I've got Inception, Prometheus, Pacific Rim, Guardians, all on this list. But I think Dread is my like the most personal to me, probably, of those. And the one that if people are like, man, I'm looking for a really good sci-fi movie that I've maybe never seen. I usually always say that because nobody saw it. It made like $5 million yeah. it was done. And yeah, so Dread, it nice. was a really fun one that I feel like they could have made a sequel to and it would have been fun. But Carl Urban, that, that started my Carl Urban obsession and I, it has not died uh, Through at all. a lot of legal work on his side. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a straining order against me, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Right, right. So yeah, Dread, favorite, seven. Right. Nice. Number seven for me is uh, another animated movie, nerd, nerd um, that gave me all of the feelings, and also <laughs> I just think is such a beautiful film and great little performance. The music is great. Uh, my number seven is Moana. I love Moana well, so that's much, great. and it's it's that's almost like it's a little weird when people are like I I think that's probably my favorite Disney movie of all time. It's, it's just such a I, to the point that even my son is like, can we stop? I don't want to watch Moana anymore. Like, well, no, Moana, it's fine. Like, you like Moana, right? And he's like, I, I need a break from Moana. So, uh, I love Moana. The music just is so, so beautiful and perfect. And uh, I think that the uh, the story on that is is so poignant and, and touching. And so uh, very, very, very high on Moana. I'm a ride or die for Moana for, for life. So 
that's number seven for me. Nice. Probably should have put that one on on the list and uh, Toy Story maybe on the list too. So I yeah I oversighted a lot of animation, but I really liked How to Train Your Dragon too. Yeah. That was a uh, that one was like wow this is like Star Wars you know <laughs> like yeah. an animated Star Wars with dragons. I just I loved How to Train Your Dragon too. So that was my number one animated movie of the decade. Nice. What about you, Richard? Number uh, seven. My number seven is the first movie we did on the show. Django oh, nice. Unchained. Oh, good one. Nice. Yeah, I love the movie. I think that little one-two of this and Glorious is his apex, and he's made. I love Pulp Fiction stuff, but those two movies are just. I always just felt like during both of those, like I am at a movie right now. When I was in the theater, like even with all the Tarantino violence, it just felt so grand and perfect and beautiful and funny. Those movies are like they shouldn't be funny given their yeah. But Django's got a lot of laughs in it. It's, Jamie Foxx is awesome, and uh, it's such a... And Christoph Waltz, obviously, is wonderful, and that everything in that movie is earned, and it, I I got what it was doing. You can, I totally understand people that are like offended by it, but I understood the, what was being satired and what was being tributed and what, who, who the heroes were and who the evil was, and, and I just thought it was a great, yeah. great movie. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, first movie we ever did on this this here. Nice. Perd carriage. Django. 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 I love that. I like that one a lot. Yeah. That one's probably another oversight by me, but what else is new? I've got one big oversight I'm really mad at myself for right now. I'm, I'm waiting to see if one of you guys oh, pop yeah. it up, but I won't say it yet. Okay, we're at number six now for me? We are. Yeah, six. All right, my number six is Mad Max Fury Road. Mm, nice. A strong action movie, insane. Yep. On almost every level, but... If you're in, you're in, and I was in for it, and what else can I say? Yeah. Uh, it, it blew me away because I had the lowest expectations. I remember, like, friend, the summer before, I was like, oh, I can't wait for the new Mad Max. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a crap? Yeah. Like, it seemed like the most dumb reboot idea and blew me out of the water in terms of being way better than it should have been. It was... Construct school. Con- yeah. Different, very different kind of movie very original mm-hmm. but it also had a lot to say and it said it really well i felt like about women's rights and all that stuff sure. and furiosa is a, a very empowering great yeah. character and and Charlie's rules. It, it, tom hardy is of course has his mouth covered again and <laughs> has to deal with that yeah but aside from all that it's just an, a thrill from beginning to end and it's non-stop the music is is amazing in it and yeah, really, really liked Mad Max Fury Road. Nice. So that's my number six. Best so. movie with the guitar guy playing mm-hmm. a flaming guitar. <laughs> yeah, of it the is. Decade. You can't yeah, shoot no, that. Yep. Uh, number six for me is a, a movie that, that represents us, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and there are, I, I thought about cheating and, and sticking all these movies together. Yeah. Because there's been a bunch of them this, uh-huh. this decade, but it, it felt like. The appropriate choice was to to pick my favorite. Maniac one and two. Yeah, uh, I guess you guys haven't seen three yet. Um, <laughs> well, saw a screener. Yeah, uh, is it like unreleased in the back of a guy's van. <laughs> yeah, he told me yeah. it was Nymphomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. Um, yeah, it's Fast Five. Yeah, Number six that's my five. oversight. My, I have my, no Fast oh, Five. Oh, what? I know. Oh, fast Five was eighteen on my list, and it's man. such a. Uh, Important movie for you and me. That yeah. was during the Mavs title run. Yeah. We just kept like the world changed when that movie yeah. came out. Just un- yeah, yeah. I missed that. That's on me. Pre- that should be pre Fast Five. The Mavs had never won a title, and uh, Bin Laden was still alive. And then mm-hmm. Fast Five came out, and those those things changed. That whole summer, all these great things kept happening. Bin yeah. Laden, 
Yeah. Maslin and Brian and I would just text each other fast. Five. <laughs> yeah. I could change the world. It was great, man. At that, you know, I really economy started getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a full uh, Fast and Furious retrospective in May before the ninth film comes out. I think. Have you booked Condor for that? We got to get Condor. Condor is booked for that. Okay. Um, so I, I won't go into it, but I really liked the first movie. Then I kind of forgot about this series over the second and third one. I watched the fourth movie on like HBO or something and was like, that was fine. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then the fifth one came out and I very much kind of the same with you, Kenna, with, uh, with Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Like Fast Five asks you very early on, are you in or are you out? And I was like, I'm in. I'm in for this. And then it was just like the best time I've ever had in a movie. And it just is insane. And as great as the runway scene in Six and the submarine and the jumping out of Abu Dhabi towers Mm -hmm. and daddy's got to go to work. And as great as all those things are, I just don't. And I'm assuming we're going to get a halo jump at some point in nine or ten. It's going crazy. As great as all those things are, none of them to me compare with. Dragging a vault Vault. through the streets of Rio. It is the coolest, dumbest thing I think I've ever seen in a movie. And I love it so, so much. Best opening, too, of all of them, too. Yeah. With the heist and everything. And And The Rock had been floating around being a movie star for a while. He was almost there. And in this, you're like, oh, this yes. is the rock. This is it. He is this here. This is what we yeah. needed. We've been yep. waiting on this for 10 years since the Scorpion King. Yep. And now he hath come. Yep. Yeah. So. That's they, number, they replaced number him in nine with Cena, so we'll have to see. Yeah. But no, we won't see. Hey, oh. Nice. We'll nice. have to see. <laughs> the trailer comes out <laughs> that. next next week, actually. As a Super Bowl? Pre Super Bowl. It's the 31st. Is it its, it's like own the show? Is it like the. They'll probably show it at this When Super they Bowl. reveal the college football four. That, that should be a show. There we go, yeah. They, they should uh, do the, the countdown to this. They're doing some big event for it. Cena was posting about it, about them doing some concert. Event for it, like we the, just the trailer launch. I don't like Cena with this long hair. Oh yeah, no. And go back to the crew. I'm sure it's for a movie, but I like yeah. I like Cena. It was, for, it was for playing with fire. So but he still has it. it. He yeah. does. Yeah. Well, it's I easier to see. It. You can see the hair. You know. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna come back at WrestleMania spot because he's got to promote a fast movie. Yeah, I know. You know, The Rock and him are gonna be at WrestleMania to, for sure to, uh, you know, do what they do. But yeah, man. Fast Five is it's a great action movie. So yeah. fun. So fun. So much fun. Definitely a favorite of ours. Mine is in the same vein. Huh? Uh, some more movie. The Master. Uh, to Fast Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. The Master, to me, such a... I love, I'm a big PTA guy. Some people, It's kind of the same. You are, you are, and I am. And to me, this is like... Uh, sadly, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's like kind of that passing of the torch of the great American actor of like wait to, to Joaquin in this. They're both mesmerizing in this. It's a really weird movie, but in a fun, not fun way, but in an innovative way. Um, I like everything. It's, it's kind of like puts you in a trance in a weird way. The music, Oh my God, the music, Johnny Greenwood score. This is so awesome. And, uh, it's just beautifully shot, beautifully written. And it kind of was this new era of, of uh, PTA movies, which, uh, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, this is such a cool, cool movie. I love it. And I, I watch all the time. I'm, my wife still hasn't seen it, but she really wants to. We oh. keep floating around doing it, but, uh, we'll see. Zoe wow. loved it, right? And you, you guys just recently I showed her the master for the first time, probably a couple months ago and she loved it. Yeah. yeah. She, she was blown away by it. So yeah, it's, good. Nice. it's, it's, uh, 
It's held up on every every yeah, course, every it's a classic. Watch, I think it'll be a classic sure. for sure. Okay. I was surprised it was this low on my list, TBH, but... A lot of good movies. A lot of good movies. Ten years, day. man. Okay. Number five. Top five now. My number five, I'm very sci-fi heavy with my list, guys. Um, but cool. there was some strong, good sci-fi. Love this director. Love this concept. And very excited to see what he does next. But this was maybe his best movie yet. And it's hard to argue that. My number five is Arrival. From oh, Denny. nice. From Denny. Love Denny, me some Denny. Arrival. We watched it multiple times since. Holds you know up the, great. Are you aware of the concept canary in a coal mine? Coal mine? No, uh-uh. never heard of that before. Well, I'll explain it to you guys later. Okay, cool. okay, thank you. God, I forgot about. That. I loved. I totally forgot about that. Every freaking email <laughs> I just we got. Brian. Jeez, I totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. Oh. Yeah. Every email we got for a year, <laughs> for a year, was about the canary in the coal mine. I don't even remember the. Gen- it's like they misunderstood what Kent said. Kent was. Kent- it was really late at night. We were recording. Kent said something. He just. I was like, I wonder what the bird represents in the movie. And I was talking oh, about like, yeah, 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 more yeah. about like. Gosh, I forgot about what this. the bird meant thematically. And, it, and they're like, I think he was there because of the air. I was like, yeah. Okay, I'm. That's not. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, literally, at least a hundred. And it wasn't like all of them came that week and then it was done. It was like. Once a week for the next six months, we would rent, one of us would be like, "Hey, you guys see the email?" And it was a, I think the reference that was, and I just I about lost my mind. So anyway, yeah, we love our. Forgot fans. about that. Forgot about that. None of them listen to this show anymore. Those were all one timers, I assume. So anyway, yeah, Arrival's great. Very smart. Very subtle. Very um, could be bombastic, but it isn't. It kind of self contained in a. You know, setting that's very personal, yeah. and and the way it plays with the nonlinear storyline that you don't anticipate, showing you the first scene and you thinking it's it's all chronological, mm-hmm. and then realizing that it's told in flashback. Things like that that he does are just really good, yeah. and one of the smarter sci-fi movies I've seen, oh, just yeah. in terms of how it interprets what alien life is like, what first contact mm-hmm. would be like. And the whole ship being the way it was, and how to get into it, and the zero yeah. gra- all the little details of the world that he built were super fascinating to me. And I'd like to see some kind of sequel to this at some point. But Arrival mm. is super we got strong. Dune, though, Dune will be, or both Dunes, Dune, right? Yeah. Are they doing two? Maybe I don't know. I think it's two. I think they have to do it across two movies. Is what oh, I, I, really? I read that somewhere. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Good but. Luck. uh yeah, I'm not. He probably need six seasons of Netflix to really do Seriously. it. Seriously, I think Dune will be great, but I don't think anyone will care. But that's Blade Runner again. Same thing. We'll see. Yeah. I just think the it's such a hard sell. You know, even with a star-studded cast, it's like, what yeah. is this? What? I'm, what? I'm gonna read Dune. Well, I, I'm gonna Audible. I, I I used the credit this week to get it. That's maybe not my next book, but. I've got Some it point on the, the list. I'm gonna read months. it on my honeymoon. That's what I'm gonna I, try. I've read, sexy. yeah, whew, this guy. Uh, <laughs> I've read some of Dune many times. It is so dense. It, I I think it's unfilmable. I, to the point that like, because Denny is such an incredible filmmaker. If he, I, I've probably said this before. If he if if it doesn't work this time, we're done. We can't. We're not ever doing Dune yeah. again. That's as good as it gets. Because he's he's. 
the the perfect choice to make that film if it is possible to make that a film. That's all I'm saying. Is Roger Deakins shooting it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, let me see. Do, 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 do. No, it's uh, Grieg, Grieg Fraser. Mm, interesting. Who did um, Vice, Zero Dark Thirty. That's, that could be cool. Yeah. Okay. That's that really well. Um, but yeah. And then, yeah, there is, there's plan to be a sequel, and then there's also a prequel series. I saw some tweet. That builds up to an HBO Max, and there's a movie, and then he said he always anticipated to be two films. So I, know, I know there's like 15 bombs, Dune books, so yeah. they could, if it's, hugely, if it's huge. Yeah, there's it lots be. of source material. I saw like tweets that were like... Chalamet's some, a star now, though, some so article, that helps. Yeah, I love, yeah, Chalamet will be great. Oscar Isaac's in it. It's got a star-studded cast, but at the same time... It is a hard sell. And I saw some some uh, article that said, first reactions to the Dune trailer. It will bring you to tears. The next Star Wars. Like, okay, guys, okay, let's just... stop, yeah. Star Wars was... A, yeah. it's a different You thing. can't predict Star Wars happening yeah. again. You can't just yeah. say that something's the next Star Wars. Yeah. It might... Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I hope it's great. I love Denny, but I have very low expectations for Dune. We shall see. So yeah, nice. That's, that's a strong one for me. Blade Runner twenty forty nine probably should have been a on my list somewhere as an honorable mention because I love that movie too mm, and, and yeah. that world. And he said he would be willing to do that another Blade Runner, yeah, and, in the same didn't make any money. Yeah, yeah, in the same universe, but not a sequel or not connected there, to anything. Good luck you know. getting that funded. Yeah, yeah. Netflix. Wait. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe uh, so yeah, Arrival. Nice. My number five is uh, a movie that I'm sure will come up on Richard's list later, so I won't talk too much about it, uh, is MacGruber. Oh, you don't have MacGruber on your I list? Do. Oh, my course. gosh. Come on, I'm going to start screaming at you. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, uh, yeah. I love MacGruber. I won't go on. I'll let you take the, the lead on that oh, when, no, it, you, when you get to it. To but uh, the, one of the dumbest, <laughs> most perfect, funniest movies of all time, and it, and. And there, I got to watch you watch it for the I first know. time. And, and then I have made other people watch it since and then just stare at them while they watch it, you know, especially in certain segments. Uh, <laughs> just an incredible Saoirse movie. Ronan's favorite movie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, just a perfect example of like, you can do, uh, you can do. You can you can do stupid things. You can do ridiculous things. Yeah. You can do anything you want in a movie as long as you understand the identity of the movie. Mm-hmm. As long as the movie understands its identity, and that movie, and that movie, hundred percent does was a huge bomb and is getting a new series. Yes, That's, I mean people yes. came around to it. Thank God. Yep. So number it's, five, it's tough being ahead of your time, guys. Yes. Look, iconoclast. Yep. Yeah. My number five has already been talked about, so we can we've been going long, so we can kind of brush over this. My number five is Inception. Nice. Boom. One of my most memorable theater experiences of the last 10 years, for sure. Remember who I was with, where I was, where I sat. You know, mm-hmm. one of those things you go, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. My number four is Ex Machina. It's ah, Latin for... The Machine. The, the Machina. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Machina. Mm-hmm. The Machina. The Machina. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spanish for the Nino. Yeah. One of the best. <laughs> Farley. Yep. Uh yeah man love me some X Machina blew me away didn't didn't know anything about it didn't know uh, Alex Garland really at all yeah. but uh, very interested in what he brings Is Alicia Vikander I said the coven I'm not sure but I, I would be very interested if he did a Star name. Wars movie at some point but yeah, Annihilation terrible. and yeah X Machina were, were were very strong and I <laughs> love me some a weird movie it was good, me, but... definitely different. 
Yeah, yeah, X, gonna, X Machina was so well written, and yeah. he's got a drama series on Hulu coming with Nick Offerman. Who's huh. next? That interesting. interesting. Wrote and directed. So I think uh, Alicia Vikander got an Oscar nomination for this. Did she not? Something like that. She got one for Tomb Raider. That uh, <laughs> the Eddie Redmayne movie oh, she did that yeah. year. The man, I I paint, love her. The, the Danish girl. The Danish girl. Yeah. I love that's her. Oscar bait. Yeah. I love her. She's, She's great. Now, she, I still. This is the closest we came to her being used. The best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That she's so like I thought she was great in the Tomb Raider movie. I did too. We both were like yeah. that movie was fine. Everyone hated yeah. it, but it, I mean it wasn't great. But she's awesome in it. And she's best video game movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I think she's a total star, and she's, we yeah. just haven't figured her out yet. The Bourne role was weird. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, um, but man, I love her. Yep. She's she's great. Uh, Donald Gleason, I love everything he does. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac, it's one yeah. of the best twists in a movie too. It's yeah. just like what is happening. Great production design, super smart, intellectual. I love it. Yeah. Ex Machina, and it's nice, good satire. It is it's really it. smart. Yeah. That's a really smart. I'm actually mad that's not higher on my list. That's a that was my number one of that lie. year, and and has great. Um, I'm only like it more now. So that one has grown on me because I I don't think I liked it that much when he when we did an episode or when it came mm-hmm. out or whatever. But over time, it's it's yeah. stuck with me, and I'm like that's a really, the all, the exact opposite to me from Annihilation, which I thought was like oh that was a really interesting movie. And then even by the time we did an episode on, it, I was like I don't remember anything about that. It yeah. didn't stick with me at all. So yeah. okay, number. F- what are we at? Four? Four. Four for me Watch is, uh, is I, I, I went with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows oh, part yeah. two. That's great. I forgot that was his decade. Uh, yeah, at the very, very beginning of the decade. And it, it's a cheat in some ways because you combine yeah. you know, you combine the two no, together. No, that's fine. Um, Kent loved that. We got to yeah. watch Kent watch that. was that. my so, favorite Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about this very recently. Uh, I won't go uh, long on it, but it's a that's the culmination of, of a decade of films that I love. I uh-huh. love that series. I, I think they're just immaculately put together in the way that, that they progress in terms of the character development, yeah. the story development, the maturity level of everything that's happening. Um, and they just, they're spectacular. And it, it finishes so strong. That, that part one and part two together just is such a great cap for mm. for this series and it does so in these really i think we, we talk all the time now about fan service and and all and it's like we use it as a as a bad thing yeah but in fact it's what all these things but th- that movie yeah. that two movies imagine wanting to please the people that paid to see <laughs> I know, what right? you're doing i know so um, awful. i understand the criticism no, of it too, but but the, that it's funny that it's just immediately yeah, totally, thought of as negative totally but those two movies combined into one really uh, did the, maybe the best job of of any recent example of doing fan service, yeah. but with not without the expense of the, the movie and the the story I and all went, that sort of stuff. I went to a concert a couple years ago. The band was so good, and they they played supposed to be like a hour ten minute set. They played like a two hour extra set, and I was like, oh, such fan service. Yeah, look at this. Look I'm at these so, guys. I'm so pleased right. by. This. How dare you play the hits? It's funny when you move that to yeah. another art yeah. form. Um, but yeah, no, I totally get. It. Yeah, no, that's a cool one, Brian. That was fun to talk about. It was fun to see Ken. Yeah, good. That was that was by far. The, if I'm going to rewatch Harry Potter, that's the one I'm going to yeah. choose. Unless I do the whole thing again. Yeah, and sure. So that that yeah that one. Tito hasn't seen fun. them all yet. So no, we, yeah, we gotta. Yeah, I eventually will rewatch them all. But it, you know, it's got to be knew, a, if on it's a one good, off. That's the one on a good winter 
movie marathon day, there's no better series, I yep, think, than agree. just throwing on some Harry Potter. It's, if you watch Harry Potter in July, you're a serial killer. Um, <laughs> my number four is uh, The Big Short. Oh, nice. Love the movie. Love. I like Wall Street movies. I always think it's a cool thing. I love Michael Lewis. I like this book a lot. And then Adam McKay really brought a innovative style to this um, that I think launched him and he's done he's been hit or miss since but i think he'll he'll always be someone that has the chance to make a great movie because yeah. he takes really he swings really hard and so if he connects it's going to be a home run vice yeah. he you know struck out that's okay but that doesn't make me not this he really hit it and this is like a movie about subprime mortgages and it's funny and fast and interesting and and the cast is great and uh yeah i think he really what makes michael lewis such a great writer is he like you just understand whatever he's talking about instantly he's just an incredible teacher and I thought McKay, and it's fun, and he's funny, and I thought McKay translated that to the screen. Yes. They're just a per- they should just only work together on yeah. adaptations, I think. Bennett Miller did a great job with Moneyball. I really like Bennett Miller, but this is better, in, sure. my, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Carell and Gosling. Oh, oh man. So good. In and the, in the character actor cast is awesome, uh-huh. too. So many just random that guys, just yeah. hilarious. But yeah. And yeah. And I, you know, we always talk about this, right? We both are like, man, Carell's a much better actor than people realize because Michael Scott is such a, I mean, yes, it's funny and it's a sitcom, but that's so much harder than being, uh-huh. you know, Chandler. Yeah. And they get equated, but it's just that character is so nuanced and to get, see him have kind of a movie star moment. He totally. had a few others, but, yeah. but that kind of like serious actor Oscar buzz stuff was like, oh, I was right about right. that. Totally stuff. agree. So I love, love Big Short. That's probably rewatchable in a weird way. It's yeah. fun. That's like a McKay it's like the perfect his movie. Yeah, you know, like if he ever does any blackjack scene and stuff where yeah. they just break out, it's like perfect way to do that. Yeah, I hope he. I like I like that in this, but I hope he doesn't make it a trope. Make it a trope where he's doing Parasite. No, now we need Selena Gomez to yeah. explain <laughs> this. Totally. You know, right. it's like I. It but works I like for this. His, but yeah, his sensibility in a really serious world because he he. He does not the showrunner, but he executive produces and, and directs a few episodes of Succession. Yeah. It's like the same thing. It's like this really serious world and then just like just enough jokes. You're like, oh, this is so much better than mm. that works. Per- he he understands the balance really well. Yeah. Was Vice one of your biggest letdowns? Yeah, it was really big letdown. Really big letdown. But it's just like, you know, it was just it, one of those things. The thing didn't happen. Like I yeah. talked about earlier. Just whatever. But Sam Rockwell is aggressively terrible in that movie. Yes. For that might be Oscar the, nominee Sam Rockwell. That, for, I know for that for that that might be the worst performance ever by a really great actor. <laughs> the Academy, I mean, is it, that was like it, not A twenty four. Somebody who did that. Some Annapurna. Annapurna. They they really yeah. knocked it out of the park their campaign because that was that should have gotten Christian Bale nominated and maybe yeah. Adam McKay for a screenplay, but you, yeah, you don't. That shouldn't have been <laughs> yeah. in any, on any list. I know. It was, yeah, it was Best Picture nominated too, right? Yeah. But to me, like it's like about Hollywood. as good as Bombshell, to be honest, you know? It, it, Bombshell's awful. It's a great lead and like a very transformative performance, but it, yeah. that's the only thing it brings to the table. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not good. I don't like Vice much at all, but 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 Bombshell's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Um Cool. All right. Number two three. or three, Kent. My number three we've mentioned is The Master. 
Yes. I love the master and my favorite Joaquin performance, his best performance in my opinion. Well, better might, than Joker. We might get to that later. I think it's better than Joker. Oh. Uh, I've got another one. But okay, well, but you've got inherent vice. The thing about <laughs> the thing about I'm the Joker there. is that it's Joker, and if that's what it takes to for people to realize how great Joaquin is, it's, yeah, I know fine. it's worth whatever. It. I know totally because he's done great work in his past, and he's probably at the point where like I need to do this so people can realize he is, my ability. And the master criminally underrated performance wasn't even Gosh, nominated. I, know. I don't that think blows my mind. it was just like. It was one of my favorite performances ever. Top five, maybe in the history of movies that I've seen. Yeah. I think that's just an incredible what he brings to that. The way he holds his arms, the I way know, the he posture, and the, the way the, the accent, the whole, the dialogue, the 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 costuming, the, yeah. everything about what he his Freddie Quell. I mean, like yeah, yeah, and he really did that in real I life. Know. And and Paul Thomas Anderson was like, "Hey, use that in, yeah. in it." He was just doing it because his back. He's got like scoliosis or yeah. something, and it's just such an like the whole thing that that my wife Zoe was found interesting was was the the PTSD mm-hmm. yeah. stuff before how we he's knew an ex soldier and how these guys he literally drank paint thinner because yeah. he was he wanted to get feel something yeah. you know on those ships so for so long and the poison and in the Philip Seymour Hoffman, not knowing what it is and the whole mm. influence of that and how friends can be influential. Yeah. And you don't know, even know what you're doing, but you want to be in the company of people. There's so much to look into there and it just gets better every time. And not to mention Johnny Greenwood's score is like so good. Man, Amazing. I listen to that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But, um, yeah, one of the best opening shots too. that, yeah. that ocean that's just blue and you're just like, Oh, yeah, I love this. He's just laying on. He's laying on the ship. Yeah. you know, face up. PTA just PTA's the crap out of that <laughs> yeah. one. It's my favorite PTA movie. Love it. Boogie's still probably my one, but Masters two for sure. I don't know. I love There Will Be Blood. I mean, he's just, yeah, oh, he, that guy makes. He's decent. He's actually decent. Amy Adams is great in it too, as well. And and Rami Malek in the movie. I know he is. Jesse Plemons in the movie yep. as well. Jesse so, Plemons is awesome. Is great. Love me some Jesse. So there you go. The Master <laughs> number three. Awesome. Sweet, my number three is Toy Story three, mm. last of the animated Apt. movies. Um, yeah, exactly. I I uh, I just think it's a I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's it just is. such a such a perfect twenty ten right twenty ten right man yeah yeah Godly Inception year. Social Network Toy yeah. Story three that's a banging year. Um, yeah, it just I've Positive I've seen this movie jazz. so many times. Uh, it ne- I mean it it never fails to. Uh, to to get me emo to make me cry to make me yeah. feel it is such it's terrorism, just so, it is I'm but, no, but in the not. most organic and effective way and real way and uh, and I love toys I love the Toy Story series but the the third one really I think brings home everything from the first two because it, it you see the progression and the 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 time that has taken place in the way that that, that year it's never not weird it's just uh it's a crazy it's a crazy thing so anyway love that movie at the 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 end sequence with with uh woody in the box with the other toys and mm-hmm. and andy seeing woody but not having to hand him off to 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 bonnie the kid and so long partner and all that stuff it just there's times when like Coop will be watching that 
and I'm just like kind of in and out of the room, you know, and you sort of fall into the pattern of like, oh, this is on. And then you're eventually you're sitting and you're you're watching, but you're not really processing because I'm on my phone or I'm doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And at some point, there'll be a moment where I realize, all right, we're headed to that ending for this movie. Like, nope. And I either got to leave the room or I got to be prepared to just cry yeah. my eyes out. Does it move him as a kid or is he just kind of Not like, yeah. that way. Not not that way. He's, he's not. He doesn't get that. He doesn't con- get, understand yeah. that yet. But uh, but anyway, it, it just I think it's just a, an absolutely perfect, perfect film. So number three. Is, that's a great movie. Um, okay. My number three is they made an effing movie. MacGruber. Nice. Nice. Told yeah. you we need to do a, a band where we only do the MacGruber theme song in various styles <laughs> okay. for for an hour and ten minutes. Like um, it. Yeah, it's the funniest, the hardest. I, one of my favorite things. Me and my buddy Eric, we've talked about this before. When saw it opening weekend, we were us and eight people, <laughs> and the girl was dating at the time, and her friend demanded to come, and we were like, "You don't want to." And then they sat there sourpuss the whole time, and yeah. Eric and I laughed. You guys know Eric is the biggest laugher, and he laughed. Yeah. From opening credits to end credits, he never stopped laughing. <laughs> and um, we died. We loved it. And we were so excited about it. Could not stop talking about it. And I couldn't wait for Brian to see it. Oh, man. And then it was out of theaters immediately. Yeah, immediately. So I had yeah, to wait, no for, wait for the Blu-ray or whatever. And uh, I literally, I bought it. I went, to, I was in school still. I bought it. Went to class up in Denton and then drew, picked up Eric or something. Yeah, yeah. you guys came to my house. And then we came yeah. to your house with Ali. Yeah, uh, it was during the Ali era. Yeah, and we put it in. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah, and we watched it, and I just watched you and, and loved it. So, so funny, I got to see man. it there twice, which is one of the great yeah. thrills of my life. And, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, it was just a perfectly funny, self-aware, well-made movie, which is, is funny, and uh, it's the most quotable thing ever, it, and it's foul and just so brilliant. I think. There are so many. It's the smartest, stupidest piece yes, of art ever. There are so many ridiculous and. <laughs> horrifically vulgar things in that movie that are hilarious, all of them. But I said this the other day in our Discord, I don't think, I'm not sure there will ever be a joke that makes me laugh harder (laughs) than him handing her a piece of paper that says, I'll be at the Pentagon and Pentagon is misspelled. (laughs) Pentagon. I I just, it it kills me. It's just, that's that's like, that's an arrested development type joke yeah. and, right in the and, midst of this foolishness you know oh. and Kristen wig is like so overqualified for yes. that part and and totally yes. up it's like her best performance maybe and yeah. a weird i mean bridesmaids probably but she's oh. so vicky saying so, so good and uh forte again we'll stop but forte's commitment to that just all character in. is like yeah. it's like he's doing husbander it's, it's his king lear like he <laughs> every Inch of his body is MacGruber. <laughs> every his eyebrows, his toes, his, yeah, his, his every nuance that he brings is one hundred percent grooves. Tug, tug, you guys okay? Yeah, I mean the, uh, the line that killed me. That's such a throwaway is from Ryan Phillippe when he just, MacGruber, your bathroom is disgusting. Yeah. And it, it's and never mentioned or even yeah. acknowledged. And then <laughs> Kristen Wiig turns around and she's the one dressed as MacGruber. I got you. Like he just totally. When she's dressed as MacGruber, yeah. he's like, yeah. she's just, like, what? He's like, you just look really pretty. Right <laughs> so great. All right. We've done like two episodes on it yeah. already. We'll, well do, let's just do another, another hour. one well, coming. By the way, yeah. The MacGruber TV show is, yeah. is officially happening. Commentary. So. You can do a commentary. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll get we'll have plenty of MacGruber yeah, talk in, in, in the future. VIP commentary. Commentary will happen this year, and hopefully MacGruber premieres this year with Peacock Network. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm as uh, proud as a peacock, baby. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> okay, so top two now. Let's do it. My number two was my favorite movie that year. One of the, one of my better movie experiences. Just such a difficult thing to do, and blew me away. It's La La Land. Nice number two. Nice, love me. Great it's movie. Hold up, holds up so mm. well, and it's just heartbreaking. My little sister, it's her favorite movie of all time. She watches it like once a month and texts and it's like, gosh, La La Land is so good. It's just, yeah, it's ex- expertly executed. The great dancing, ex- excellent acting. Gosling just gauzes the heck out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone. Oscar, man. Great mm-hmm. costume design. I yeah. mean, lighting. Yeah. The worst part of the movie is the opening. Yeah, I'll say that. The, mm-hmm. If you're not the highway scene, yeah, the highway thing. Is is really cool on how they did it and did it in one shot or whatever. It doesn't fit with the rest. It doesn't fit with the rest of the movie at all. It's it's just a bombastic musical moment, and the rest of the movie is so personal, really. And the music just kills me. You know, it 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 makes me weep. It's so beautiful, Mm -hmm. and 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 the movie doesn't end like you would expect, and it's real and and great, and it's made by a filmmaker who was such a young person at the yeah. time. It's yeah. just amazing that he could... And it was ruined like by such an old person at the Oscars. So that's... <laughs> right. It won Best Picture for about 12 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it did. But, uh, man, love La La Land and super strong. Super, super strong and, and um, can't, can't say enough good about La La Land. Never thought a musical would be this high on my list mm-hmm. ever in, in history. A, yeah. But I, I was just blown away by it. So, yeah. Yeah. Great, number great two. film. Love, love La La Land. Mm-hmm. It's a great, great movie. movie. Love it. My number two is Creed, which oh, I think nice. you guys both mentioned. I I, band. Band. Great band. I, I just which album though? Uh, Human Clay yeah. or my own weathered. The best thing about Weathered was that Weathered. The, the one of the worst, maybe the worst album cover of all time, too. Yeah. Yeah. You like had to carved know that into bad, it. Bad you had to know era. this was coming. Bad art era. I know. I know. Um, uh, go look up the just it's so weathered bad. creed. Look it up right now on Google Images and look at the album cover <laughs> as we're talking about it. They're carved into a tree, yeah, and it's not even somebody close to that. attempted no. like to look real no. whatsoever. Some, somebody got to make that. It's just like, you know? <laughs> it's, and by the way, this is their like third out. Al- they're yeah, they're arguably third the album. biggest band in America. It might be the biggest up. band in the in in America for that moment. Yeah. And, and that's. That's what they got. That's the yeah. Photoshop they got. It's not like it's like some guy's garage and they're putting right. their hand in these out there. Yeah. <laughs> the Un- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Oh, but man. Creed the movie. Uh, well, oh, there's a movie? Yeah. Okay. You should check it out. It's really good. I don't remember that episode for some reason. Yeah, it's like a it's like Human a Clay the music, might be the basically. worst album cover though, too. What is Human <laughs> They're all bad. Dude. It's like a guy coming out of the ground. Yeah. And the one before that is what is, is this? uh what was their their first the first song the My Own Prison? Yeah. I don't remember if that's the album title or it not. It is, I think. But that's like the most generic looking <laughs> 1995 album. I want to get ever. these frames. Oh, it is. Up, I'm wow. going to hang them yeah. up in Ken's house here. I yeah. have a Creed like platinum award somewhere at my parents <laughs> that, that I like inherited. It was like a diamond status what? Creed award. It's at my parents' house. I have to bring it over. I'll it's give it so to one weird. of you guys, actually, because I don't want it. You know what, man? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, yeah. But it's no, hilarious because it's, it's like got all the art on it, like huge. It's like man. a trophy thing. It's crazy. I'll have to tweet it and send it to the crazy. Discord. I'll send it to the Discord next yes. time I go over there. But Yes. So dumb. 
All right, Creed the movie. Creed the movie. Uh, just a movie that I was excited about, and but was like, this is I don't need this, but yeah, it's fine. I'll see it. It's that's cool. And then went to see it with some friends, and I I very I'm not sure I've ever been more pumped up by a movie. I just it, that movie Ryan Coogler mm. builds that movie so yep. freaking perfectly, and uh, and I I. Every time I watch, I just am, I'm in, I feel like I'm in tears the whole movie. I I've tried multiple times to watch this movie in the background while I'm doing work and stuff because I love it and I can't. I end up standing five feet in front of the TV, just just completely pumped up and and borderline weeping with everything that happens. But I think Michael B. Jordan is just an incredible actor, incredible presence. Stallone just does this great job of of being Stallone, kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. Um, but in a like a, maybe a little bit of a, a played down way in some way. And so, so good on that front and building it all the way up to that final scene or the final fight and, uh, and, and Creed and Rocky going back and forth and talking to each other and, and trying to, it's just, it is the pinnacle of what you want from any movie, but certainly, especially from like a sports movie. It, it just, to me is it's, it's a, in a class all of its own from, from a sports movie standpoint. And, uh, I rewatch it perpetually that two or three times a year it's like yeah i'll put that on in the background and then i end up just completely absorbed in it so yeah strong one it's on my honorable mentions loved it and it's definitely more of a brian movie than a kent movie sure. but i love i love cooler and what he did there and yeah just that last whole last him going into the arena the whole thing is just perfect it's you awesome. know till the end all right Number two, Richard? My number two is The Social Network. Nice. Yeah. The movie I've seen the most. Bam. We talked about it. We'll go quick. Just perfectly made, awesome movie. Have you read the screenplay? Like, yeah. Like the book? I mean, you yep. can probably buy it now, but it's a great read, too, it's just awesome. to read it. And the book a, that it's based on, Accidental Billionaires, mm-hmm. is really good, too. There's another book that's similar to it called Hatching Twitter mm-hmm. that is being adapted now, I think, into a series by somebody. Um, those kind of big social network origin stories are... It's that weird thing where someone writes code and then they b- give them a billion dollars and ask them to run a huge firm. Um, but I would love to see the the sequel that Sorkin has said he wants to do it too. I know, uh, and it would take all this court stuff with yeah. Zuckerberg and all that stuff. And yeah. I think that would be fantastic if they yeah. decided to do that. He needs to just write it and give them no excuse not to make it. Yeah. You know, because what get I Bennett Miller if Fincher won't do it, get Bennett Miller to do it or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm, I mean, I'm, I would prefer Fincher, don't get me wrong. But right. There are other directors that will do that. We'll see what Sorkin's got, because he's got another directorial movie. He's doing the Chicago 8 movie this year that he wrote and directed. If it does better than Molly's Game, maybe he'll try to direct right. the yeah. sequel. All right, yeah, that's my number two. Kent, all right, we did it. All right, number one. Our favorite movie of the decade. All right, this one is very personal to me as well, and it feels like a movie that if I was a director, I totally would have made this, because... I kind of lived through it in a way and it introduced me to this filmmaker who's become one of my favorite filmmakers ever. Um, it's a whiplash. My yeah. number one loved it. One, two Chazelle at the top one and two, man. Like Your guy. It's, yeah. I love him. But whiplash is, is, you know, I did, I played in jazz band growing up and I went to jazz camps just like this <laughs> growing up. And that feeling of going in there and being around all these savant musicians and not knowing anything and feeling mm-hmm. like the like you have to prove yourself to these 
teachers essentially, you know, like, cause we had a tryout auditions for the, the yeah. number one band, the number two band. It was the same thing as yeah. this movie. So it's so weird that it, it was, you know, put into a film that was successful and yeah. people liked because jazz is such a weird subsect of the culture that not a lot of people relate to or care about, but the beauty in which he told the story and shot the movie and the, the, the music is just one of the, my favorite records I own is that soundtrack and yeah. just play it, you know, caravan. We actually played in, in bands. So right. I knew a lot of the songs already and such a great movie. The the best miles Teller will ever get the best JK Simmons will probably ever get. Mm. And I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago and it just cemented it even further as my favorite. It's just, that last it 10 minutes note, is just oh, it's one of the, the so best good. scenes in any film I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. It's just an it ends incredible on the sequence. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you really feel for the characters, too. It's not all about yeah. the music. Like, hey, look, listen to how good this music is. Or, hey, look how showy J.K. Simmons is being yeah. with this performance. Like, there's personality there. There's real love there, too. And... Oh, man, it earns every bit of accolade it should get. Yeah. And, and it introduces to Chazelle, who's La La Land was solid. You know, I liked it a lot more than probably a lot of people. But, you know, I, I liked First Man a lot more than a lot of people. I think that's a very underrated movie in terms of how it was made. And mm. I just feel like we talked about Safties and whatever. Right? He's at the very tip top of the up sure. and coming. Like, this guy is going to win Best Picture someday. Yeah. I 100% agree. Uh, think that and, and believe that so number one whiplash number two la la land nice Dope. number one for me is uh you know any listener probably could have uh picked this out let me we what, what, let me let me try to guess i really don't know i know it, it. i know it it's yeah. guy got oh it's inside lewin davis right no oh. no that oh. was that was number i had it on my list somewhere down it's, the line huh. i love inside lewin davis it's gotta be force awakens right yeah oh okay yeah there you bang, go bang yeah. bang yeah. best theater experience i've ever had in my life like it minute of panic when it first started because I was like holy crap what if this sucks and it didn't suck uh, and then it just was euphoric almost being in the theater I love Star Wars more than anything else pop culturally speaking um, and uh, I, you know I, I'm whatever you think of uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and Disney and all this I don't really care that this this movie was this is probably my favorite Star Wars movie of all the, the Star Wars movies, and Star Wars is my favorite movie. And so um, I, I just – I love the cast. I think it's so perfectly done. I think it has all the notes. It has the best of what J.J. does, and then it combines these great elements from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. There's probably like one and or two – And the best of what Disney does. Yeah, to absolutely. Absolutely. There's probably one or two too many going back to the well times of, of the nostalgia or the, the fan service or whatever. But – but that's fine. In a two and a half hour movie, it's fine. Um, I wish that this trilogy would have had a, a beginning and an end from the from the start. That they would have gone from mm -hmm. A to Z and planned it out initially. All I think a lot of these things that have come up over the last three years would would have been mitigated by that. But for this movie alone, I I think it's just it's just such a it's so much fun. It's uh, perfectly Star Wars to me, and and you know what what else am I going to pick? You know that's a it's, it's a that was a pretty easy one for me. All yeah. right, bringing us home. Yeah, bring it home. Mine is a movie I don't think it's been mentioned yet. I think it's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. It's my wife and I's favorite movie of the decade. Let me try to guess it. Rare thing we agree on. Uh, Let's see. Let me try to guess. Brian knows. What was... Yeah, I got it. Did I mention it? The nope. Lone Ranger. No one mentioned it. <laughs> oh, I don't man. think it's come up. You and your wife's favorite movie. Mm -hmm. 
think it's the most important movie of the last 10 years. I think it's, it's the most precious and wonderful. No. Oh. What? Her. Her. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Love her. Oh, that's think, an oversight by me, too. I think that Dang is the it. best Joaquin performance next to the Master. I mean, the Master's close. That's, yeah, you could be right. Um, but yeah, Joaquin is incredible. That movie carries it. It's a wonderful movie. Spike Jones, I would please make more movies, dude. Um, you're pretty good at it. And uh, yeah, I just think the movie makes me cry. I think it's, I think it's beautiful and smart and funny and silly and everything I like is in that movie. And I love the aesthetic. I love all the like weird China shots. I love the near future. It's kind of sci-fi. It's kind of a romantic comedy. It's all these things, and uh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Spike Jones is. Never in the conversation for like one of the great yeah. American directors, but he should be. Some of the stuff he does should never work and does. Yeah. Being John Malkovich, probably at the top of that list yep. of like, if anybody else does this, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's doing Jackass 4, I think, next, yeah. and then he's doing the Beastie Boys. Yeah, he's series. got the Beastie Boys coming in April. So, man. The documentary. That's be awesome. he, he does like one movie every seven years. I know. Just frequently enough to be like yeah. a filmmaker in the culture, but I think that's why he's forgotten a lot because yeah. he just isn't. Yeah, but every time I see one of his movies, I'm like, "Why is it, this guy is incredible?" Yeah, you know, he's got such a clear, uh, certain aesthetic to what he does. Yeah, and her this is, is his most recent movie. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, that's no, no, 2013. 2013. Yeah, I mean, he he probably felt like that was his masterpiece. It's and, uh, and, I mean, I think that's. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's certainly my favorite. That and Social Network were like the gap between those two and number three in this. And I love MacGruber. Uh, is pretty pretty wide. I think her is perfect. Well, this has been a great list. A lot of stuff I didn't expect. A lot of a lot of solid movies I need to go back and rewatch for sure. It yeah, my interest on a lot of things that I've forgotten. Oversights by me, big time, and I apologize for that. But apology accepted. Thank you. Mm, you not forgetting. accepted. Sorry. Oh, thanks. Well, All right. Well, 100%. turn in a notary, notarized letter and we'll consider your... This, uh, <laughs> this has been episode 600. 600. We'll, we'll see you at episode 700. Maybe we do documentaries then, something like that. Maybe we do our Oscar... Sex scenes, nude scenes. <laughs> Mr. Skin yeah, list. Yeah. Gosh, what a weird direction that would take us. PG for 699 episodes, but that's 700. We, then we graphically describe the, <laughs> and rate people's bodies, male and female. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. And, and please, if you're on the Discord, we've got a decade discussion channel on there. Yeah. Throw out your, your decade list if you haven't done that. And if, if you want to email us, tweet us at Movies. Podcast on Gmail or Mad About Movies on Twitter, please do that. Let us know your favorites of the decade because I'm sure there are some that we we all liked yep. and didn't put on our list. Yeah, so we want to know about that. So thank you so much for being here and supporting. We'll see you on the VIP Patreon for some great fun times after this. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're making me ya-ya Tossed salad.